Today is Monday, the 22nd of January, and welcome to the Daily Pause. In our often hurried and sometimes harried cultural moment, you have chosen to set aside this time to pause, to be still, to untangle a bit and rest in the presence of Jesus, our source of life. And this is good. This week our scripture readings will help us see how living life trusting Jesus is the life we were meant to live, even though evil will tempt us toward distrust at every turn. That is why we need this time with him to strengthen our faith. So with ears, minds, and hearts opening up to Jesus, let's begin. As I enter prayer now, I pause. I embrace slowness. And I breathe deeply. So that I might heed your call to be still and to know that you are my God. Jesus, I come to you today to be restored in you, to be renewed in you, to receive all of the life and all of the love that you intend for me today. Father, I confess that I arrive to this time of prayer with a knotted and tangled heart. I confess that I have exchanged truth about you with lies. And I confess that I have worshipped idols and sought life apart from you. Holy Spirit, untangle my knotted heart. Jesus, wash my sin and cover me with your righteousness. Father, restore to my heart the truth of who you are and who I am to you. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes 
from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Satan is attempting to define and shape Jesus. It's what culture has tried to do since the beginning. It's the trick he pulled with Eve, making her question God's love. And remember, God has just told Jesus, You're my son. I'm pleased with you. But Satan slithers in to create a wedge between Jesus and God the Father. He's actually trying to create division among the Trinity. This is a mystery since the triune God is inseparable. But this is essentially what Satan is challenging Jesus to do, separate out. And in a weakened state, in his human condition of near starvation, Jesus shows us, you can still be obedient to the Father. Now, the Trinity cannot be undone. Jesus will eventually experience human separation from God when he cries out from the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But it's not time for Jesus to experience that. And when he does, it will be on his terms. It'll be on the terms that the Trinity has set, not the enemy. Jesus knows that even as he is nearing death from starvation, he finds strength in God's word to resist. Starvation could even be making him consider throwing himself off a great height to just end all his misery. But Jesus finds strength in God's word to resist. God's word is what gives life and trumps everything physical. Jesus shows his complete surrender to God the Father. He knows that his time has not yet come. He isn't going to starve. His ministry has just begun. He's tested so dramatically here to give in, but he keeps his soul focused on what is yet to come. He's showing that humanity, at its physically weakest moment, can be the moment where God's power is perfectly revealed. He's able to take up the sword of the Spirit despite how close to death he is likely feeling. Jesus wants us to know that he is fully human. He participates in the full range of human emotion. He sympathizes with us us when we want to rewrite who Jesus is to fit our current needs and desires. Supernaturally, we can withstand anything that comes up against us. Jesus shows us that it can be done. The temptation to not throw himself down and show Satan his power must have been an overwhelming desire in Jesus. Jesus pulls the trump card on Easter morning, though, when he comes back to life from the dead. That pretty much overruled any display of power he could have done in the wilderness. If I could have a bubble above Jesus' head, it would be something like, you just wait. You'll see me do something beyond what you're challenging me to do. But you don't get to say when I do. Holy Spirit, as we hear the passage again, help us have a clear vision on how you help us daily to resist our own flesh. Holy Spirit, you are so beyond understanding and can break through the weakest moments we have.
Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Jesus, what are you showing me, teaching me about trusting you in my everyday life? Where in my life am I vulnerable and fallen victim to the evil's temptation to not trust, but rather test you, to put you on trial in my own mind? to see if you will prove yourself to me, to my satisfaction. That leaves me empty, Jesus. I do not want that kind of relationship with you where I pretend I am your judge and jury. That seems so wrong. But yet maybe I do that more than I think in those little and big places in my life where I find it hard to trust but easy to disregard you, to disrespect you and your will and word. I am so sorry. I renounce my sin of unbelief and distrust. I confess that I do believe you. Oh, help my unbelief. I do trust you. And receive your forgiveness for me. Thank you. 
Jesus, you have so proven your love for me and your goodness towards me, and especially through your cross and resurrection. Thank you. But I long for deeper faith. Take me deep into trusting you, deep into your love and deep into your grace. Help me this day live out your vision for my life. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill me, empower me, and strengthen me. Thank you, Jesus, for calling me to trust you today. Oh, Jesus, it is such a privilege now to join you in your mission to draw people like me to deeper faith in you as I get to now pray for them. So now just name three people who you know who need to trust or have a deeper trust in Jesus. Name them out loud now. Jesus, I pray for the special people I've just named, asking you to move mightily in their lives to draw them towards faith in you. Thank you for living, dying, and rising for them. Thank you for wooing them with your love. And I ask you to reveal to them that you, you're, they are your beloved and you are their only hope. For them I pray. Amen. Amen.